one day you will tell your story of how you've overcome what you're going through now and it will become part of someone else's survival guide. This is a quote I've seen many times over the years and I've never quite understood why I was so drawn to it. However, after coming to know Elizabeth and learning about her story and what she's gone through and then seeing what she did for others last summer, I know exactly why this quote has been in my mind and I'm sure you will too after hearing her story. So sit back and I hope you enjoy this one. All right, we are rolling. Are we? Officially. Yay, from, from our studio again. I beat you to it. <laughs> Coming to you pseudo live from the Shifting Our Stories studio. Guys, the look on her face just now. <laughs> if looks could kill. I'd be sad. Because I would have just dropped out and then she wouldn't have somebody to do this with. Uh, yes, that's why I was sad. Yep. Uh-huh. Yep, go with that one. <laughs> <laughs> I, we need an official like da da. Some kind of like music for our studio. Woohoo. That works too. <laughs> um, so, so exciting. We are here tonight in the studio with our first guest. In our studio. In the studio. Clearly not our first guest ever because that ship has sailed. But the first guest to be in the studio with us. Yay! Jen did not help with the applause. (laughs) (laughs) I'm afraid to do anything now. (laughs) Now she owes us a sound machine. (laughs) I don't want to upset you. Come on, Jen. You better introduce our guest. I know. So, our guest tonight is our good friend, Elizabeth Rackley. Hello. (laughs) (laughs) And we are so excited to have her on tonight. Um, So, a little kind of funny, sad, bad us story was um, we interviewed Elizabeth a while back. Um, and, and it was awesome. Yeah, it was so good. It was fun. It and was we so had, much fun. Oh, we had so much fun. And yeah. it was really good. We got to talking about such good stuff. And there was some kind of audio malfunction. And it sounded like the microphone was stuffed under a pillow three doors down. So all right, then. we all shed a little <laughs> tear. And we were real sad. We were really sad. Wah, wah. Yeah, why terrible. you need to buy me a sound machine. <laughs> it's, it's terrible. I have to come hang out with you guys again. I know. It's, it's so awful. bad. Right. So we didn't I'm have to crying. twist her arm too hard to get her <laughs> right? to come back, fortunately. <laughs> right? Um, so you're back, and we're going to have some more fun, and we're going to redo it, and probably expand on things, because we've had more time to think about things. Which is kind of frightening. A lot frightening, probably. <laughs> right, because we talked a lot last time, so if we, we expand did. on it, this is going to be another, like, two-parter. Just get your pillow. Right? <laughs> Get comfortable. Get the booze. Right. <laughs> Settle in, friends. Settle in. Or right. put on your running shoes for a good long one. There you go. So, all right. Yeah. So, let's start out with how do we know you and how are you related, invested to public service? Okay. Elizabeth, when did we meet? Like, oh my gosh, like what day and what hour is it our anniversary? I can't remember. The pressure's too much. All right. So my husband's a police officer, and um, I know you guys because of your husbands. And 
you actually, uh, Abby, pointing to Abby like y'all can see that. So <laughs> Abby actually worked the same area as my husband. Yep. Yep. So that's Lots how we know each other. You good know? fun stories. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure that we can share with the public. <laughs> A good fun story that we can share with the public is how I originally met Elizabeth was that her daughter came to mow my lawn because I needed right? I needed help one summer. I don't even know what was going on. Maybe my lawnmower was broken and I put out an SOS. I was like, can anybody mow my lawn? Does anybody know a service? And Elizabeth said her daughter could and she did. Yeah, and she had no idea until I'm like, get in the car. <laughs> she was earning money for but like you all like watched over her and made sure she did a good job it was better than I would have done my own yeah. yard I, I showed up with her the first time the second time where your lawn looked not so good that's when the hubby showed up uh, well her. I yeah. expect that yeah, yeah. So randomness know. but yeah, that police family it just bands together yeah yeah <laughs> you never know where we're gonna show up I love it that stuff makes me tingle I like, <laughs> I like when we all know each other and we didn't even know we knew each other well, yeah, I think that happens all the time. Super fun. Totally. So. <laughs> Don't know why I'm in the valley girl phase. Sorry. <laughs> Just slap me. I'll get out of it. <laughs> or roll with it. It's way fun. Whatever. Um, so the reason that we wanted to talk with you on the podcast, though. Okay. Other than the fact that you're just amazingly awesome. And yes. no. <laughs> so much fun um, to have you here is that... Um, Last summer, we had some civil unrest. Yes, civil unrest as we do the air quotes. <laughs> civil unrest, we will call it, in our city. Um, again, if you're not familiar, go back and look it up. Um, and as Jen will tell you, read several sources because... Eh, um, or maybe talk to someone that was involved. That's a better idea. Um, but so it was really stressful for everyone. Right. Um, more so, I mean, I'm not gonna say more so that's probably going too far. It was very stressful for our counterparts who are actually down there in the middle of it. Yes. Um, they, they turn on autopilot for this stuff. Right. And I, right. I think that, I mean, I think if you talk to any of them, that's probably where they wanted to be because that's mm -hmm. where they felt they should have been. Um, I know as soon as it's all that stuff started, like I packed a bag cause we all thought we were going to get stuck at the station for who knows how many days. Right. And, and we told my mom like, Hey, you, you may have the kids for, you know, B may not get to leave work for several right. days and I may get stuck at the station for several days. So I didn't even think about the fact that Good you guys luck. were both first responders. Yeah. I mean, I, yeah, there so were a lot of days that strain. I mean, there were a lot of days that we were doing like the whole, uh, Hey, the kids are going from the sitter to my mom's and which was extra hard because of the pandemic. So you were super limited in even like <laughs> right. who, even you could, yes. who you could have or who felt comfortable having them. <laughs> Couldn't even or... call the kid down the street or anything. Yeah, like no, right. we were very yeah. limited as to who who in our circle was willing to help watch them. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's, I think that's where most, I think any first responder would tell you when something like that happens, we go into that mode of that's where I'm supposed to be. Yeah. That's where I need to be. That's where I go. That's what I'm doing. And so I think that in the moment, the people it probably gets more stressful for is those of us at home. Right. Who are watching it, even though we know we shouldn't, but we do. Well, we're watching it or not watching it, as the case may be, depending on who you are. 
But also, you're making sure that your significant other has what they need when they walk in the door, which you have no idea when it's going to be. Or what that's going to be. Or for how long it's going to be. And so, what are they going to need to be prepared to, like, recoup as much as they can before they have to go in, whenever that is, and keep the kids and the family and the house and and life i mean keep all the things afloat day one or night one was totally unexpected oh yeah it's not like we had warning for it because demonstrations in this city over the past 10 years i can even say 15 years have been ultimately peaceful yeah people have respect legitimately peaceful legitimately peaceful um, our area has been known for rational human beings showing up and not trying to destroy property. You know, letting their voices be heard. I've never heard, I've never known of anybody um, suppressing that. Sure. Keeping it into yeah. a certain area so traffic's not impeded and and businesses aren't impeded. Yes, but nobody expected this, at least on our side. I don't think anybody no. truly expected the level that broke out. No. So and it, even, it took our knees right. out from under us. Yeah. And when they're called in, they weren't expecting that. It was more of a, oh, don't worry, sweetheart. Like, that's what, what yeah. you just described is yeah. the way is the way like it'll that. be. It'll be fine. Nothing. Yeah. Well, I might be there all night, but it's not going to be that bad. Right. It might be a couple hours later, but I'll be home. Yeah. Right. And See then you later. I'll and then they weren't. And, yeah. No. And then they weren't off. When it was, hey, you get uh, like eight hours off and you have to come right back. Yeah. And by the way, I don't know when you're going to get off from that. Right. So, yeah, it was a full-on emergency situation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And Which, like you said, leaves. So we're trying to hold everything together, but also keep ourselves kind of in check. Because right. I don't know about you all, but, like, my heart and mind don't go into autopilot quite as easily as my husband's does. And I can, but... W- I th- it's different. I don't know. Because I'm trying to deal with all of my... And anticipate their emotions and anticipate needs... All over the map. I don't know. It was a different kind of struggle for sure. Well, I'll say that I've been through two deployments. Um, Neither one of them were official times of war, but there was still unrest. (laughs) I want to use that word again. Yeah, conflict and the impending conflict. Sure. Um, And one when I was, one of them was when I was pregnant and the other one, my daughter wasn't even a year old. So he came back for a little bit and he went to another location. Mm -hmm. So... I learned really quick what to do and what not to do. So when this stuff came around, and there's been some other things over the years that have happened, because we were at another police department before, and there was a coworker that was shot. And there was, you know, everybody got shot at at least once on that police department, and everybody wore their vest all the time on that one. Oh, wow. And you wore, you rode partners. Sure. So it was not, we came to this area and we thought we came back to Mayberry. Right. I mean, and that's <laughs> and you did a lot. for a really long for time. A long time. Yeah. But I had, I've gone through the ringer. So sure. when this stuff hits the fan, I do go on autopilot. I'm like, yeah. okay. Well, you this. had an autopilot, I guess, to return to. I, I mean, had an autopilot, autopilot kind of, I guess that's kind of requires a baseline of just having driven this route before. Yeah. And so many of us hadn't hadn't ever been on that right. kind of path to that extent. Right. So I didn't have an autopilot to go back to. Yeah. I mean, I can shut stuff off, sure, right. but not my experience of shutting stuff off and just going through the motions. I've never had to do it for that long of a time and under those circumstances. And well, and you probably had an idea it was coming. 
for well, most things. You also kind of had a little warning. So this was out of nowhere, and everybody was freaking out. Yeah. Yeah. But see, and I feel like I do, I, I do better, you know, like when all of that stuff ramped up and started, it was like, okay, I need to go to work. What can I do? What does work need? Right. Where can I fill in holes? Like, because we started staffing three on a truck. Sure. Which is unheard of in this city. Like, yeah, why do you need that? You, that's, yeah. you, I mean, we have departments in this city that can't mm-hmm. staff two on a truck when they need to. So three on a truck is unheard of. But the deal was we were riding three on a truck and the third was a safety officer. Right. And so as soon as that started, it was like, okay, well, you know, I'm, I'm going to have to go in and do some of that. And that, that was where I felt I needed to be. You know, and I guess part of that is because I have such a good support system in our family and our police family and the sure. friends that we have here that like I know my kids are good. You know what I mean? Right. Like I know that I have people. Right. I'm looking at you. I know. She's looking <laughs> at me because I'm one of those people. Which no, is, and I which is great, but then it's a totally different feeling when you're the one that's at home yeah. and you're keeping things as no, normal I know. for those kids and other people's kids. Yeah. And just right. trying to keep no, and that I, boat like, afloat. And that's that's where I have a hard time because when I'm at home, I mean, I remember there being nights at home when I wasn't at work and all I wanted to do was have the news on so I could see what was going on. Mm-hmm. But you can't. But knowing can't I can't do that because I have. Well, and you can't have the kids watching right. that. Mine right. was more, I have a two because or four-year-old. Because they're so young. Or a, they were three and five, I don't know, four and six, whatever. They're little. They were three and five. <laughs> My and bad, it's six. been a long day. What are their see? birthdays? <laughs> June and April, I do oh know that. Gosh. Well, that's good. But you know what I mean? Like, they were, they're at that age where, like, they first off, they both think first responders are amazing, right? Right. So the minute they see flashy lights and woo-woos, they're like, oh, woo-woos. you know, like, and they're in. Right. So if, I mean, if we had turned on the TV too much and they see mommy and daddy's friends mm-hmm. on that TV, they recognize, right. probably. Mommy, that's Mr. So-and-so. Why is somebody that's... throwing something at their head? Yeah. Right. Why? And it's like Why that, is that man yelling in Miss So and So's face? Right. Like I can't. You can't have those conversations do that at for, those ages. He's six. No, you well, can't right. have those. They're old enough to recognize that something isn't right and something's going on, but not old enough to really understand a rational conversation or explanation about it. But then also, I don't think because it's their their dad and their mom or you know whoever it is in their life. They've got that added layer of emotion and worry and anxiety that I know mm-hmm. I have a very anxious kid and I know you have an anxious yeah. kid also, Abby, that like, we just can't put that on them in the moment yeah. while daddy's not here. Like, oh, that yeah, is a conversation have... you can have after the fact when they see that he's okay. And you didn't have the answers. Right. I didn't right. have didn't anything have I could tell them. Well, because we can't had call children daddy. was having that same problem. Because we can't call daddy. Yeah. Whereas normally. Right. You can call We can him. call daddy. Sure. We can call daddy. And right. you know what? Daddy might not be able to answer right now. But in 15 or 20 minutes when mm-hmm. daddy clears his. Daddy might be on a, on a run. Right. But when he clears that one, he'll call us right back. Right. Not well, in this situation. If daddy's on the front lines of this thing. You, we're not hearing from him for hours. Daddy probably can't call us back yeah. until who knows when, you well, know. And, and then, then it's. And then for us, it was compounded a little bit in a different. I mean, you guys were both out there, which added a crazy 
level to it. Um, just 2020. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah, 2020. It's it just 2020. Well, and I feel like the extra hard layer for us is we don't have any family in town, so it's not yeah. even like I could call in. You do. Well, I I do have family. Oh, I don't wow. have. We don't have grandparents. That's so sweet in the town. Fussies. Right, like <laughs> get your right here, doesn't it? Right there, I know. So I could have called grandma in and be like, I "Hey, need a sound machine. I need a break, or yeah. I, my kids need a distraction. Right. Like we need something yeah. else. I need a distraction. Like it was because of pandemic time. It right. Was, if you didn't already feel isolated, like thank God for, like each other right Right. for this police family because well and even us like for as much as we've all we you guys were working all the time well but i mean even for the for the first part of the pandemic true you and your kids stayed away from me and my kids right until at some point we finally just decided you know what screw this right everybody was completely isolated yeah everybody was on social media and nobody was seeing each other face to face. Yeah. Yeah. And then when everything goes down and then our friends and our family start saying nasty things about our Oh, oh my gosh. We really did feel completely well, and totally and isolated. Because and then scared you're of your own neighbors. Who can I yeah. talk to? And how many people got what into can I say fights safely? and arguments with their family? Family yes. mothers, fathers. Yes. Aunts, uncles. I mean, yeah. that's crazy. Children that didn't want to talk to their parents. Yeah, it was awful. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It, I mean, it was isolation. On. I mean, on. It started off as a physical level, but then, I mean, in all yeah. the ways, right? Because you were then emotionally isolated because you didn't know who you could say something to safely, right. and who would re- who would receive it or. And then we had to just block out people, right? Because I can't be having that feed in. Oh, yeah. I mean, how often did you see somebody say, cut out 30 more friends this week? Right. Or, and not because I, I turned off everybody, but... Not because you don't you like know. them or don't love them, but it's self-preservation. Well, and not that I don't appreciate yeah. the diverse opinion either. Because I felt, I felt really conflicted about that sometimes. And, you know, people would be like, well, if you're blocking people, then it's because you just can't handle and you've got some stuff... To, no, right now it's because I need I need to survive today and I need to make today because for my kids. Because I have kids. to get through today and I have to get to tomorrow and right now and works is about is too real. Us. Yeah. Right. right now is about me and mine. And I have to make sure that me and mine get to tomorrow morning and then that we get to next week so that we can do so, it all over so again. Right. Right. Oh, right. Because, I, because at the end of the day, I still have I still have two babies that that are, I mean, they're growing up and they're living and they're learning. Right. And at the heart of this, like, let's be honest, yours and mine are both at ages where they are taking it all in. All of it. And as much as we are trying to not shelter, but expose them in a proper amount, right, to what they're going to see, they're going to see and hear things. Right. Right. But it's, they're at such a time and an age where it's, how do we guide that correctly and like and I think all of last summer with all of that is I mean Colin was worried constantly about the virus yeah he talked so much about the virus the virus and it was you know he was worried I mean if you sneezed right do you have the virus are you you know and he was so genuinely worried and upset about that that like I quit coming home he I used to come home and every night how many sick people did you save today, mommy? And what were their names? And what was wrong with them? And I'd make up some name and, mm-hmm. you know, well, there was Bob and 
Bob, you know, fell and hit his head, and he, you know, we took him to the hospital, and Coleman was in it. Like, he was so... Right. But, you know, then we hit a point where, well, Bob had COVID, (laughs) and Bob was really sick, and Bob looked like a zombie, and it was really scary, and Mom was frightened out of her mind because Mom doesn't want to bring that home to you. Yeah. And you can't can't say that. that. No, and honestly, I'm going to tell you, it's probably been nine months since Coleman and I had the conversation of... How many sick people did you pick up today? Yeah. And it kind of breaks my heart to think about that because that was such a part of our well nightly routine. Right. And, and you could st- you could initiate it again. Yeah, but yeah. I think he's he is still at a point where he's not ready. No, because he he makes comments still about well when COVID's over, I want to go do this again, and I really want COVID to be over so we can go X Y Z. And it, it, it breaks my heart that my six-year-old has to be in that spot. Like, but I think if you think about it, too, both of both of, both of of our kids, I said that three times. Both of our. Both of. Both of. <laughs> both of our kids. We, we do only each have two kids apiece. It's, there's not, like, multiples and right. multiples. So even them, that so. both of our kids, both of our sets of kids, they have, though, experienced death oh, yeah. to people who yeah. they love. So... I think there there's that oh, just yeah. added level then when you're talking oh, about... Oh, no. When I got COVID, we told him that mommy had a strep throat and an ear infection. Cause right, because he didn't need to know. I was petrified. Oh, because he thought that, you know, COVID was this thing and it was this, the virus. Right. It meant death. Yes. Yeah. To his little six-year-old heart, that's what it was. And it was And he knows terrible. what that is. Right. It's not... It is an abstract thing, but it but it's yeah, but also it's not, very real to him because he knows that somebody died and they didn't come back and we haven't well, seen him again. But then again, that's also why it's so important for you to initiate. That was your normal routine. It's also important for the parents to start initiating that normalcy back into sure. the children's yeah. lives because that helps reduce the anxiety and tension because that's something that was comfortable and safe, right? Yeah, and you can kind of start to bring it back. And you don't have to say, "Hey, I went on five different COVID runs today." Right, right. You can. You don't have to say that. Yeah. You were making up names because, well, obvious HIPAA and stuff, right? HIPAA, because my right? six-year-old, he's going to go tell everybody. But it doesn't matter. <laughs> he might run into Betty soon. I did not break her. any HIPAA laws, I promise. <laughs> but At no point in time was anyone injured in the making of this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it is up to us. Yeah. It's up to us. Well, and, and I think that's what's been so hard with the last year, right, is because on top of pandemic mm-hmm. and civil unrest and trying to keep your family together and trying to keep yourself together and trying to support your spouse through all of it. I can, I mean, at least for me, I'm sure for you, like in the back of your mind is how messed up are my kids going to be out of this? Because we've thrown all of their normal, right? Completely off track. So well, how do I, I mean, yeah, that's obviously been on my mind. How do I help and make it? And how do I make it? And what in the world does this look like to them and whatever? And then I think to myself. But then when I'm in a really good place, how amazing are our kids right. going to be at handling life? Right. Like nobody else True. in the history. like Because kids are school, so resilient. And like nobody else has done school completely virtually until oh, this I know. point. For the no. past, we're going on a year of completely virtual school. Like, yeah, but poor kids, they'll never have another snow day. Well, never. But you know. <laughs> oh, it's just, that'll be a couple, for us to say I was a couple school districts 
A couple school districts last week did do we like did, we legit had one. snow days. We did too. I can't say much. But, but yeah, when I'm on a good day, I can recognize, man, they're going to be able to handle all sorts of stuff. Well, and I, I do think that I can look back at the last year now and be grateful for the extra time together. And like one thing that I realized uh, maybe about halfway through pandemic life was that God was teaching me grace and how to have grace with my kids. So are you a master at that now? Good lord, no. <laughs> are you kidding me? I wish. Um, but <laughs> in light of some recent events in my life, I... I'm in a much better place to be able to... Oh, I mean, some stuff happened and I was like, I get it. <laughs> I totally get why I was getting that lesson, right? right. Like, Right, so it prepared you for the next level. Oh! Get why 2020 Great. had to happen Leveled for up. me. Good job, Abby. Leveled up. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? Is Pac-Man a thing? Do kids even know what Pac-Man is? I, think I don't know. I like Pac-Man, but I don't know if kids still think it is. We probably don't think it's so why Elizabeth is here, though, in regards to this all is of this. so good, though. But, yes. So to tie this back in. and To bring our guest star back This is going to end up being a... A little bit longer podcast. So, um, but it's good stuff. People hang on with us. You're going to enjoy. Um, so what really like I think spoke to me and probably a ton of the police family during all of that was you guys and you, I say you guys as like the police foundation, but you started doing videos and Facebook lives. Elizabeth right. shrugs like what she did. Yeah, she was, was all like, ah, it wasn't me. <laughs> I need you guys <laughs> to know how amazingly huge this was though. Yeah. She I mean she literally sat here and was like, bah. Nah. <laughs> but I mean, it was like once a week or well, I don't yeah, know. It was once a week. So the way it happened was had gone through a bunch of ugly stuff. Um, the season prior, I would say it started again a little in November. Oh, someone else. So something was prepared. <laughs> I tell you what, I've been through enough to crap level to be prepared up? already. I did not need to level up. <laughs> I was not interested in leveling up. I could have cared less. You know I really what? enjoy this leveling up. I, I use that so much. I think the thing is, we don't usually expect or want to be leveled up when nope. we are. No, no, no. Like we but, want promotions, but not level. I don't want level. I want to level up. Right. Well. I've been through a bunch of crap, <laughs> to put it very politely and, and somewhat G-rated. I've been through a bunch of crap. Um, husband had been in the Army. Um, he had, well, in fact, when we started dating, he was a federal corrections officer, and he worked the yard in a medium security. That's not exactly the safest place yeah, to be. It's fine, then right? Then no? he joined the Army unexpectedly, against my wishes. <laughs> and then out of the first three years of marriage, he was deployed a year and a half, so in two different deployments. I can't imagine was born that. With like him being away, oh, yeah. I was alone for I that. I can't imagine that. With my neighbor, who had birthed five children and didn't have custody of one. Oh my gosh! And they kept putting him on an airplane that kept breaking down. So I'd get a phone call from him while I was in labor. Oh, I'm in the Azores now. Oh, I'm over <laughs> oh, here now. <laughs> great, great. This phone call is costing us, and I'm in labor. <laughs> Ching ching. So, <laughs> and things aren't going well. Shut up. <laughs> if you don't have good news, I don't want to talk. Right. But I mean, at least then, he wasn't here looking at the screen, going, "Hey, you're gonna hurt in a minute." 
Yep, here comes a contraction. Yep, there it is. <laughs> At least you were on a screen because you had a that's nurse true. that showed up in your room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I was true. like freaking on friends. Oh, you're having a baby now. <laughs> oh, you're going next. <laughs> so funny. Yeah, you know what's funny is when I went into labor with our first daughter, he was at work. He came home five hours later because he had somebody that he had at the book and was waiting for somebody to take mom <laughs> on his hands. So five hours later, I came home. In the meantime, I'm watching Friends, the episode where Rachel goes into labor. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> anyway, carry on. <laughs> I digress. I digress. We can have a labor episode another day. <laughs> you guys don't want to know about that. <laughs> but we were in upstate New York all alone in February when that happened. The other reason the, I love you. The deployments, I was alone. Upstate right? New it's York. Upstate New York. <laughs> the winter is nothing compared to their winters. Oh, my gosh. So, I got nothing with my y'alls down here. So, no, nice. these guys. So, um, then we moved to Virginia, where he became a police department. Police department. Oh <laughs> All on his own, he became a police officer there. <laughs> that is so impressive. And we were. <laughs> it, was, it was amazing. <laughs> I love you. I cannot focus. All right, so we were there, and while we were, that's where he initially went through academy. And while we were there. Um, a coworker got shot in the head on oh. his way to work, just showing up on a just a, a complaint of some kids kicking some stuff over in people's yards. Should have been nothing. And I heard Ugh. nothing from him for five hours. Oh, and very much like our civil unrest, I had neighbor calling me because I was a nanny because I could be a full time mom right. and earn an income. That's right. My, right. That's my life so right now. The neighbor calls me. Oh my gosh, is that your husband that just got shot? And you say, is your husband dead? Is your husband alive? I don't know. I'm like, what are you talking about? Because you don't even know that anything even happened. I'm going to need you to pound sand, neighbor. (laughs) Yeah, she and I had a come to Jesus moment after that. I don't care whether she's religious or not. She found it in that moment. Right. (laughs) But I do. She was a good person. She was a good person and she remains in my life still. But there was no concept of what I was going through. Because I couldn't call, I called, he couldn't answer. Right. right. You know. If but, somebody wanted information and wanted the rumor mill and wanted the insider scoop without but, one, for, so, for one second, thinking about what you. She was honestly concerned about my husband, but she did not have the concept of what it felt like right. to be sure. here with a small child. Okay. Yeah. And wondering, and in a state where my family didn't live, although I loved my in-laws, it's still not my it's not family, your family. Not, yeah. and it's not my home, yeah. and I was still establishing friends, yeah. and it it was very scary, and I felt very isolated and alone. Sure. So you've got multiple incidents here that have gone on where I've been completely and totally on my own. Luckily, I'm an independent person, and my childhood wasn't exactly you know, sunshine and roses either. I mean, it was pretty rough. We moved every couple of years. I was always having to make new friends. I was always on my own. Um, And we were definitely very poor. So, yet we had to appear as though we weren't. So, again, it wasn't my first rodeo, but each one, yes, I leveled up. (laughs) Each one. Took it to the next. Right. So when this went down, I'm watching all the wives totally freaking out. But wait, yeah. let me back it up yet again. So the that's why I was going to say the the winter before. So it started in 2019. 
things went really awry with my husband. He was having a hard time and he needed to go and, and get some help with some stuff. And I was terrified for his career. And so I did what I called, you know, circle the troops, close ranks. Basically, like imagine you're in a fort, you're closing it all up. You're pulling all your soldiers in and setting guard. And then you're going to assess who you've got to do right. what. Sure. But you close those walls to protect yourself. And that's yeah. exactly what I did. I grabbed about three people that I knew that I knew could help me or knew people who could help me. Let them I in grabbed circle. Them and I pretended everything was great to everyone else for, let's see, um, right after Thanksgiving. So December, January, February into March. Wow. Four months all on my own. Granted, I had a few people there. Again, I'd circled the troops, assessed the situation, and then deployed them as necessary. But I was still at the center of it all alone. Sure. <laughs> and so it was terrifying. So March, he gets back back to work full swing and, and things are settling in just in time for the pandemic. I was actually happy. For just the in time for, for the excitement. Just time for the next level. And so finally being able to be social and then you're cut off again. Yeah. Right. And and he gave me yeah. permission to talk about stuff. Thank goodness. And then I because I was starting to fall apart. For yeah. sure. And then the summertime happened and I'm on social media. I'm finally talking to people because when I'm upset and I disappear, y'all know something's wrong. Right. Because yeah. I just again, I need to circle my troops. So. Well, and I um, think, you know, you, we get to know like, you know, I know you're an outgoing Right, yeah. You're a friendly, let's chat it up kind of person. Like, so yes, if I don't right. see stuff from you, if I'm... Something's wrong. Right. Like, I'm one of those people that I'm typically like, what up? How's it going? Talking to everybody. So when I have a day at work where I'm holed up in the office and I don't talk to people, eventually at some point during the day, somebody's like, yo, you yeah, good? Okay, yeah. You, yeah. What do you need? You good? Right. Like, nah, yeah, just nah, give me a work. moment. I'll talk. Right. So I think, well, like, on one hand, I think that's good, because at least lets your close people know, hey, when I act like this, come check on me, right? Yeah, so it is it is good, but it's also bad. So it's a temporary place to be. Sure. But I'll say, you know, in March, I'm coming out of this. He's coming out of this. Normalcy is starting to be reestablished, or the new normal, <laughs> normal which was C. supposed to be better. <laughs> It starts happening. So I'm Your talking, first new normal, right? Right, right. And at this point, I'm thinking, all right, I need to share some of the crap that's going on. And I need to enable other people to be able to have some resources because I had to fight to find these. Sure. And I had people that were having to fight to find these. So the police counselor and I were talking and I'm like, we've got to do something for the spouses. He's like, you're right. We've got to do something for the spouses. What do you think about this? And so we're batting ideas off of each other. I'm like, well, let's come up with some written resources. Well, anybody who's done anything like that knows it's going to take six months to a year. Easy. Without even trying. In a non-pandemic year. Right. Well, so we're just getting going. Also, just you creating the structure of this. written resources, I ain't got time for that. Right, right. Well, and that's what we were talking about. So how do you make this actually workable and, and sure. accessible and right. simple? How do we not dumb it down, but how do we keep it simple, stupid, right? Kiss. Yeah. Keep it simple, stupid. So we're working on that and starting to hammer it out. And then the civil unrest. And yes, I'm doing air quotes. Yeah. Civil, civil unrest, unrest begins. They weren't riots. I'm on social media I just now getting in contact, back in touch, or basically I was kind of a stalker on the page for most part, wanted to know what was happening. I think a when. lot of us are. Yeah. She's, she's referring page. to like, yeah, a, a spouse's page for the police. Yeah. 
And this is when everything's going on. That's why I got on the spouse's page because I saw on the news or heard on the radio or something. I'm like, holy snap. Well, they'll know. Right. And and so I'm watching the, the wives that were on there completely losing their mind. Mm-hmm. Right. And then I really don't, I'm not saying that to be mean or hurtful, but they were in the same space I was in the first deployment when my husband was in a location that was going to be bombed. Yeah. And I'm watching the news wondering, am I going to see him blown up? I'd like to know if he's blown up before I get a call or a knock on my door. No, I didn't. Like, that but do foolish. you? That was but stupid. do you? I didn't. And I was pregnant. Right. I, I mean, do you? Anxious. Like, because so, I think that's do we okay. have answers? Like, what do we actually want to know? And what right, don't we want to know? Times, and where do you find that balance? How many right. times over the summer did you find yourself watching the live feed, either on oh, the news or on your phone, and you're oh, watching it, and then you're like, well, I can't do this. I know I, those people. Right. I think that I hang out with those people. I can't, I got to turn that off. I no, think, I got to watch it. I no, think I the added part Elizabeth said, kind of referred to earlier too, is even when you get yourself to shut that off, you have friends and neighbors and maybe right. just acquaintances texting Constantly. you and saying, hey, did you see this? And sending you links to it. So even if I finally yeah. had the willpower to like shut, shut it off. off and put my phone down and put it in the other room and decide I can't do this. Your phone is going off the hook. Hey, did you see this? Hey, right. have you seen it? And it, it's just, how do you find that balance? And and I, I'm i pretty quiet on that page too, but I can attest to like what you were seeing. It was, and I was silently was, losing my mind, just not vocally losing and, it. And it was legitimate concern. It was legitimate fear. There was nothing artificial or blown up about this at all. But the problem is once that ball gets started rolling, it's hard to stop it. Sure. I mean, it picks up speed. I quickly realized that I have a unique set of skills here. And you (laughs) To withstand the big, ugly storms, I've learned the hard way. Um, And uh, you don't level up without getting beat up a little bit, right? So I learned this. I'm like, okay, so... Do this, don't do that. Take a deep breath. Step outside. Turn off the TV. Right. You know, you've got to be there for your kids. You've got to have a peaceful place for your spouse to come home to and so forth. And so I started having this conversation. It helped for one night. And then it started again the next day. Sure. And then I had to have the conversation again. So again, the police counselor and I were talking. I'm like, look, this is not going to happen fast enough. And these people need the help that I needed last year. They need it now. Yeah. And we don't have it together, and we're not going to have it together. Well, and it wasn't and so, a, let's give them resources so they can go get to it. Because let's be honest, if, yeah. even if you had been able to say, hey, here are all the resources, and here's the phone numbers, and you can all do it. Nobody's had the time nope. for well, that. You know, and no, all of it was shut down. They, yeah. they, they would have been inundated. Yeah, it was too much. Let's be honest. They would have gotten Hundreds of phone calls the very next morning Well, and it by was. all of these people who would have been like, um, I need to talk to somebody and I need somebody to tell me how well, to handle this. But beyond that, that is one possibility. But if you're like me, you, I see a list of stuff. I'm like, I don't but know that's another it. thing on my to-do list. I don't have time And if for that's that. to benefit me, it's probably going at the bottom of the to-do list and because I'm trying to do these things. When you're in a panic. You can't think clearly. No, you and can't. we were all. Everybody was in a panic. Sure, I recognized it and I saw it, and I'm like, "We got to do it. We've got to do something now." And you guys and acted really quickly. We did because we were already in the planning stages and working on stuff. Okay, at that we're gonna take a small break. Okay, because this is a good 
breaking moment. So we're going to take a small break. Give us just a minute and we'll be right back. Part D. I love that you always have to do I know. that. I don't you know can't how just you can't do it No, how do you not? I I, because I'm normal ish. Oh, okay. <laughs> why'd you add the ish? That was a shot she to the heart. She actually tried that. I mean, that was. Face, but it obviously wasn't going to work because I know that I'm so far from normal. That was a straight shot to the gut. She like gut punched me with that. I thought I it was a compliment. You. I'm not normal. I mean, I am Abby normal. Abby. Right. <laughs> I'll be here all week. Tip your waitress. Are any of us normal? What is normal? And let's get back to that. That is a whole nother podcast for a whole nother night. What is normal? And we're going to need a whole keg of beer. That's a freaking series. I don't that, know what you're talking about. Right? Oh, Elizabeth, <laughs> oh, on our last sure. one, I think we alluded to the fact that we both have control issues. And we were like, shoot, that's that's going to be episodes, <laughs> but not for a really long time because we yeah. got to work through our own issues right, Yeah, you got to gain control of that, that so, narrative first. And, and <laughs> we probably ought to have like an actual therapist on with us when we so we'll talk about that. our control issues and we oh, can also talk about I'm being shaking normal. my head by the way and breathing heavily <laughs> oh my god you can come back for that episode if you if you want just so i can witness it <laughs> yeah we'll have a peanut sure. gallery for yeah. yeah 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 like, can yeah. we be really particular about who's in our peanut gallery oh yeah okay excellent it's our podcast yeah that is kind of the benefit of it being our podcast. One would think. I'm thinking of a particular peanut gallery. <laughs> <laughs> Is it daunting by chance? It was very daunting peanut gallery. <laughs> we'll explain off the air. Okay. Uh, anyways. All right. Yes. So where we left off was, just to catch up, surely you listened to part one, but just to catch up. Because for... you're all avid listeners and you listen <laughs> yeah. to everything. What's going to be together on the episode, but just to catch up. Oh, um, right. <laughs> You join them together. I do. A little bit of magic there. Um, but just to catch up, so we left off with, we were all in the midst of... Of the panic. Pandemic crazy. Right. And then we went into panic crazy because all of our spouses and loved ones mm-hmm. and friends got pulled into this, oh, hey, city's gone nuts. <laughs> Not real sure what nuts even means. Right. They'll be home Someday. sometime. Maybe. Maybe. And right? they live through it. You'll get to yeah. talk to them sometime. Mm-hmm. But in the meantime, watch this video of all of them downtown parading around, standing around. Oh, and look at these pictures of all of them sleeping next to the courthouse on their vest or on somebody else's leg or... Oh, and let's throw in little pictures of horrible things happening in other cities at the same time. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. there was nothing else Buildings going on. burning and people dying. Yes, well, this that, is great. And horrible things happening in our city at the same mm-hmm. time. And while you're seeing the peaceful pictures of them sleeping and it's supposed to look all picturesque, here's the next picture of yeah. urine and vomit being thrown in their faces. Yeah. And, oh, wait, I yeah. know that one. Oh, <laughs> yeah. oh, hey, oh, ooh, that's mine. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, or I don't know if either of you got the the calls, but I know I got a call one night where I was watching the news and he called and we were talking or I think we talked. It was either talk or text. 
and he's telling me about what's going on downtown. Mm-hmm. And he's like, so the such and such, this intersection is on fire mm-hmm. and burning. Mm-hmm. And there's this medical emergency at this intersection. I was like, huh. None of that's on the news. Interesting, because the news is five blocks away and reporting that it's a quiet night and things have calmed down. Yeah. Right. And that was the night I decided, I'm done with the media. (laughs) Like, if you can completely turn a blind eye to something that is happening four blocks away from you. Yeah. I got no use for you. Well, and, you know, and then, you know, we already talked about the friends and family that would be texting or calling hey did you see this oh it sounds like it's a peaceful night down there how's your husband i don't know haven't talked to him in 16 hours well yeah but last i heard it was far from peaceful so you're just not getting the whole story but i can't get into it so anyway elizabeth used you pulled all of your energy and experience yeah and and summoned all of your amazing powers (laughs) (laughs) i waved my magic wand (laughs) if you had done that it would have been better in a second wouldn't it have been awesome yeah Well, but what you did, I think that you, why we wanted to talk to you was because I think that, I think, because you and I talked about this and I think that you played, you downplayed what you did when really like what you did, I think helped so many people because it gave all of us something to at least watch and listen to and go, okay, it's not just me. Well, right? Like, like, it's not just me. I'm not the only one sitting here doing this. So, and well, you didn't tell them what, what, what it was. We'll get in there. But, like, okay. it's, it's at least, <laughs> it's, it gave people, I think, it, it gave the wives, right, a chance to at least go, like, they get me. Yeah, well, you're not alone. Something, somebody understands where I am in this. You're not alone and you're not completely crazy. And beyond right. that, it gave us... Like, this sounds really cheesy, but, like, a hope for, like, hey, at whatever time it is, something's coming on, and it's going to help me. So, it's, like, almost this, I've got this really obscure number of, I mean, Mm -hmm. you think there's 24 hours in a day, right? (laughs) Right. No, no, there's more. (laughs) It feels like a whole lot more, but you know what? In a few hours... Elizabeth's gonna come on and like I've got this to look forward to and it's only five hours away or it's only four hours away and even if I can't listen to it right then because I've got 17 children running around (laughs) 17 no one other than Jen had 17 children running around I've never had 17 I think my I think my I think my record is like 11, but it's fine. <laughs> Mine was more like, I got to go take care of somebody else who coughed. Well, but but right. not only do I know that you're going to help and you're going to get where I'm at, like, it gave this point in your day to look forward to, to like latch on to then. Like, if I can make it this far, you know what I mean? Because you almost need those landmarks yeah. to get to the next point. Well, and well because you didn't have the landmark of alone. when is he coming home. Right. Because you used to always have the, like, okay, well, he gets off. Sure. Even if this day is Shift changes eight. So even if he's got a late run, I'm probably looking at nine. Right. Right? Yes. And so he'll be home by nine. By nine, I can take a deep, you know. The kids will be in in bed. He'll walk in the door. If they're still crazy, he can handle it for a quick second. But even if not, I can take a deep breath because he's in my house. (laughs) Sure. Right? He's in my house and we're home. We're all home together. Yeah. But during that time, it was 
I don't know when he's coming one home. One minute ran into the next in one hour. And yeah. I mean, and all the days already felt like the day before because of the pandemic. So it was just like. <laughs> and sometimes they just came home to take a shower, grab a little bite to eat, take a nap. Change clothes and go back out. Yeah, yeah. Let me get your let me get your laundry done. Let me do. And you had to wash it completely separate. Mm -hmm. And then you had to wash the washer Mm because if there was accelerant on it or Mm -hmm. fecal matter Mm -hmm. or urine, or Or we don't know what's on it. We don't know what's on it. Right? Spit. Yes. No. That wasn't. I mean, it was was kind of a guarantee, though. Right? Civil unrest. Shut your mouth. Well, but it was just one of those like. Not not only did you give us somebody who was going to get where we were at and talk to us with something encouraging, understanding where we're coming from, mm-hmm. that I don't have to explain where I'm coming from or how I'm feeling yeah. or what I'm feeling. Like, I can, it's it's coming. And it's a, like a landmark in my day. So now, now we need to tell everybody. Well, yeah. That's great. So. So, you got with... The police foundation. No, got with the police counselor. The counselor. Yeah, so we were already working on trying to find resources and make it easily accessible and actually really usable. And not all tons of paperwork that you get when you get out of academy. So we were working on all that. And then I'm like, we got to do this fast. This is what I just saw online last night because... He's not online. Right. He's not on that group. Right. He's online, but he wasn't on that group. He's not in the wives page. (laughs) No, he's not on the wives page. So he's like, oh my gosh. And I'm telling him what went on. I told him what I said. I said, I hope this is okay. And so I'm like clearing it with him. Like, did I say what was right? Did I say what was wrong? Because I'm not a therapist. Right. And so. And it's the same story every day on the page. Like, it's not even just like this happened one day, kind sir. Like. This is happening over and over, and it's just on repeat. Well, and the great thing is, is that the the resources that we have, you know, the police counselor, and then there's a marriage and family counselor, and there's, these people understand PTS. You know, they understand traumatic stress, which is first. They understand the post-traumatic stress, and they understand how to deal with it if it's not been prevented from becoming a disorder. Sure. So these are people that are there that we don't normally all have access to. And so Which we should. I was already like talking a lot to the police counselor. And I'm like, we got to do something fast. It's like, oh, what do you want to do? I said, let's do a video. He's like, well, I, I don't know about that. I said, dude, I'm comfortable. Let's do got it. This. Let's roll. I'll figure it out. I can do this. You know? Well, and, and I mean, we've talked a lot, I think, about social media in other episodes. And like, how thankful are you in those instances for social media that gives Very you that much so. quick access, right? Like, all I have to do is hit a button, and I can talk to anybody who wants to check it out. Right. So right? you can flip the script from something negative that's going on and turn it into something that works. And 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 all of a sudden, it's uh, you're there, and yeah. you're talking to me. Well, and I feel isolated, but now you're there with me in the moment because you all did live videos. Mm-hmm. We did. We did Facebook Live and so I did it like an interview format because mm-hmm. he was the first one. Police counselor was the first one. And I said, let's just do it like an interview format, you know, and I'll ask you questions. We'll kind of go, this is our goal together. And how do you feel about this? Let's work toward this. And then we're going to leave about 15, 20 minutes at the end for Q&A. Because we knew there was a lot of questions. We actually tried to leave more, but we kept talking too much. Imagine Not that anybody that. understands that problem what? in this room. <laughs> I don't talk too much. Ever. 
But I, I cannot give kudos to him enough because he was like, no, he, was he had great. no idea what exactly was going on in my brain. And if anybody knows me, that's really scary. <laughs> well, and it sounds like he was a little apprehensive just because he didn't know, like, he hadn't done something well, he'd been in that way before. He had been interviewed. He's he's done lots of interviews. He's not, you know, a new kid on the block. He's a smart guy, but he didn't understand exactly what was in kind my head, of, what was coming out. Sure. He just, God bless him. He's like, let's do it. Let's do it. What do you need me to do? And Thank I'm goodness. like, you well, are and the best things cool since sliced bread. Yeah. For you to have been in a situation where you could take all of those leveling ups. Right. Right. To be in that position at that time. Mm-hmm. Isn't that amazing? Right. That no. you were like, it's almost like you were prepared to be in the place right? that you were put. Great. But I think, like, and, and again, I think, like, that's what. Yeah. That's part of what this whole podcast is supposed to be about, right? Is well, how are how are our lives kind of? I mean, I like in my opinion, like that's probably what a lot of your story mm-hmm. was set up for, right? Like a I lot was, of what, what you I went said. for was to help. Because how many people did you help through that last summer? I have no idea. Um, hundreds. Well, I'll cool. tell you. That's cool. Hundreds. Well, and if you'd like to go by extension, even more than that, because sure. by me being helped, my kids were helped, my husband was helped. Like, right? That's awesome. And and I think like and again, I think that's when I had the idea for this podcast and when we talked about it. That's what we were getting at, right? Is how does one person's story, what happened in their life and their past. Mm-hmm. And if all of those things that you'd been through hadn't happened, I couldn't have done anything. I would have been right there with everyone else. You wouldn't have been yeah. prepared to say, you know what? I got this. And I actually Let's said Let's talk that. and put a video together. And I, then, you know what? Let's do it again next week. I actually said that to him because I was asked by him and the um, one of the other therapists that I interviewed, do you really want to do this? I said, I've gone through all this hell. It had better do some good for somebody. Right, it better right. mean something. Yeah, if if I can't turn that into something good, then I'm going to be really depressed. I've got to turn this into something good, and I've got the ability, I've got the resources, I've got to do this. And I've got a limited amount of time to make this impact, and I've got a limited amount of space to work with, and everything, resources, everything. It's well, now or never. You say we limited now amount of time, but you're still posting things. I am. Well, but, but it's I all think all written. It's not the videos. No, but but those videos still... coming out, they came. You guys started really quickly, yes. and I think it was very crucial. Like you said, you got a limited amount of time because otherwise, people were just going to keep spiraling. Oh yeah, and I oh, think it's getting worse by the second. Yeah. Yes, and so I I think you're right to say like you needed to act quickly in that crisis moment. Mm-hmm. Because you knew, I would imagine. I knew how fast, how it was quickly going it was going to go. And it, and everybody, when you don't have somebody standing up and saying, "Whoa, stop, take a breath," everybody freaks out. Yeah. Just like you get a mob mentality in other situations, right. you get that mob, that pack mentality mm-hmm. when somebody starts to panic and you don't see something to grab onto and stop the panic yourself and then it gets bigger and scarier and then you're isolated and and it just rolls on like this big giant ball and i've seen that i think i I can relate that into a former employer that i worked for was 
there was a whole lot of turmoil going on, but nobody wanted to talk officially about here's what's happening. Right. So it made it bigger and worse. And yeah. So the problem is when nobody wants to come out and talk about what's going on, Mm -hmm. everybody else starts talking and then it's, this is it and that's it and, da, da, da. And, and things go bad and they go south and they get bigger every time it's like that telephone game right well, and yeah. i tell you and by the time you've told three other people the story got twice as bad and by the time those three people tell six other people it got four times as bad and so if if somebody can just come out and go look here's what we're dealing with right <clears throat> here's what we need to talk about and here's the forum to do it in. Right. And I think it was really imperative that you were, you're, you're one of us, right? Like you're yes. going through it oh, too. Yeah. Because anybody else, anybody in my life could say, hey, Jen, take a chill pill. Like this is what's going on. Yeah. But, but if you're understand. not experiencing it the yeah. same way that I am, and not that you experience it the same way, but, I know but you can relate to that, right? And so I think that was imperative. But I think also to what you're saying. Well, but how many of us had family members or friends going, oh, I feel for you. It's so bad, probably. Yeah. Right. But you're not waiting for your husband to come home at 4 a.m. Which I appreciate your thought. But that's not going to be enough to pull. That's not a lifeline that's going to pull me out at this point. But I think the other thing that you run into when you've just got all these people talking and you've got this telephone game is, I totally forgot what I was going to (laughs) say. I just it just gets bigger and it gets scarier and well, more panicky and you fall deeper oh, into the well and well, you don't know how to get out. You do that, yes, because if nobody is willing to acknowledge it, I know for me, and so I'm I'm going to be confident in saying, like, surely other people experience this too. Am I just being crazy? Am mm-hmm. I making it a bigger thing? Is it real? Like, yeah. you know, not right. only are you going in this telephone game of rumors, you start to question because nobody has actually verbally acknowledged that what you're going through <laughs> is not legitimate crazy. and what you're going through is real. And so it kind of, you've got this big spiral, but then you've got this inward Well, and so your too. own stability becomes questioned. Yes. Yes, so you don't trust your own judgment. Yes. You don't know where you're at. No, I told, I completely understood that. And I was watching it happen, and I'm like, no. And what my husband and I had gone through was a result of PTSD, years of it, being not dealt with. Right. And so I knew what was going to happen. The therapist knew what was going to happen. Obviously. Obviously. <laughs> and so... Yeah, we just jumped in. I think we did we did eight of them. Two at the police therapist, two at the marriage family therapist. God loved them all. They were all like, "Let's go." The um, they're amazing. Uh, is she the president, uh, Louisville Metro Police Foundation. Tracy. Tracy. Yes. She. Tracy, director, if you listen to this, you she... have to come be a guest on our podcast too. Yes, we love you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> she jumped in because she taught a. T- a class on emotional survival for mm-hmm. law enforcement and apparently I didn't know this there was options for spouses for a class just for them and wait, she's married to mean, an officer and she's a retired officer wait wait you mean our husbands didn't tell us something was going on <laughs> they never by the way people what? listening they never tell you what's going oh on oh my now. gosh my, the worst. Get, like wait wait 
the uh, let's go with trunk or treat, um, the <laughs> Halloween party, the Christmas party, the Easter egg hunts, breakfast with Santa, the Easter egg hunts, all the things that I only find out about because I'm on the wives page, and then yeah. I go. Hey, babe, did you register us for Breakfast with Santa? No, to no. their credit, I know they get oh, flooded no, with a ton of emails. I However, didn't know we were going to do that. However, babe, prioritize that one. The kids love Breakfast with Santa. Can we just go? They well, their know. brains don't work that way, which is why they're the officers and we're not. And we're the, <laughs> so, and we're the ones taking care of the shit. Yes, uh, in the that ones, case, my uh, family's selling tickets to the rodeo. We have two of us that are in it, and I don't know. Anyways, continue yep. on. No, no. So we did. Um, Let's not talk about my stuff. Two at the two at the police counselor. Two at the marriage family therapist. He works a lot with the police officers. Um, one with Tracy. One with the person in charge of the crisis intervention team, and then two with chaplains because a lot of the spouses wanted chaplains. Mm-hmm. Sure. So we tried to bring it all back around. I think there was another little quick blurb with the police counselor again. There was a couple of little things just thrown in here and there, but those were the big ones. And it all followed the same format, Facebook Live, um, and then the Q&A. And as we went on, there was less questions and answers, which let us know, or less questions to answer, sorry. Right. I got <laughs> so you. Let us know that people were starting to be able to cope and work with this. But the whole goal was to get people to where they were not in a panic, where they knew that they had tools, to give them tools, right. and to make them aware of tools they probably already had, but had forgotten that were in their little toolbox, right. you know, their emotional toolbox, and to let people know they're not alone. I mean, so this is all things that are very tangible and real and easily accessible. And But also the first know. things that we shut down. First things we shut down because emotions are scary. Yeah. Well, and so... This is on the bedside table of one of my best friends ever, um, that feelings are meant to be felt, not acted upon. And every time I see it, I want to burn it because <laughs> I want to act on my feelings. I yes. act on my, not even I want to, I did. She got real loud and did you, I mean, did you feel that? Because I, I felt, felt that. I like act a on my vibration feelings. in my chest. I know, right? And like, I'm the closest to the door, so that's all I'm saying. I felt, look, look the dog even got up and moved. Yeah. Like moved away. Kilo is upset over the... But it's so true. And what we needed was something to bring us back from like, my feelings are feelings and these are, these are these are legitimate things that you're doing and saying. Well, but I think also you needed somebody to let you know. (laughs) That was the dog. And the dog's a little, he's concurring or something. (laughs) I don't even know what that was. Well, Now he looks like we've disrupted him. so funny. Anyways, I also think that what we... At least I, and I think probably a lot of other spouses needed in that moment too, was for somebody to say, look, we get it, right? Like what you feel is is okay to feel because there were so many. (laughs) Sorry, guys. Kilo wanted to join the girls tonight down here. Um, (laughs) Can't handle it. Can't hang with the girls. I wanted everybody to see that, look, I've been through this, 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 and this. Oh, wait, there was that and that. Oh, I forgot about those. And not only did I not just survive, I'm stronger, Mm -hmm. I'm smarter, I'm better for it. So, look, I survived it, and I'm not totally crazy, at least I don't think I am. Look, you can make it through. Right. And there is a better day coming. And then you can help the next person underneath you that's new. But I think, too, like, we talked about it a little. Sorry, friends. But we talked about it a little before we hit record. 
that, you know, there was a whole lot of like interfamily and interfriend circles with the whole like, uh, it's probably not that bad. Like you're just skewed because you're on the police side of it or yes. or what I you're biased because your husband's an officer right. or you're in public service and it's like you know oh no it got much worse than that well and, I had I had my own family posting their extended family granted posting lies on social media because right. they refused to fact check stuff sure not just lies about the situation that we were going through but lies in general about first responders. I mean, like, like, like cosmetologists have to have X amount of hours and police only have to have like 90. Yes, I training. vividly I'm remember like, posts like that. What is this? And I, I even contacted this, this one person in yeah. particular going, did you not, did you forget who your family is? Right. And then they are like, oh, didn't you see all this? And then they started posting other stuff to try to cover this up. And there was junk like that. And then there's other people that you know and you love that jump in on the bandwagon. Yes. And even if it's something small, you suddenly feel attacked. Yes. Well, so that's and what I say. Awful. Like, I think that what, what your videos and you all doing that gave some of us was a place to feel like, okay, at least here in this group, in this family, in this moment... I can just relax and I can breathe for a minute and I can just be okay. And, and I can shut out the fact that it's okay my best friend okay. from high school yeah. thinks that my family and I are the, devil. the root of all evil yes, because yes. because of the uniform he wears. Yes. How many messages I got like that that you are married to this kindly, yeah. awful human being and what in the world like makes what? somebody say things like this on a normal day? Why Didn't do you, you think just it's... tell us we were wonderful and you loved us last week and now you hate us? Right. Well, so what's the truth? But now we're at the point on the on the backside of it where where you've spent how long telling them how awful they are, but now you're mad that our crime rates have risen and and you're well, experiencing an, a higher than average homicide rate. <laughs> but however, you don't. But you want, don't know why that's happening, and you don't want them in here. Like, so you're saying we should do another video about all this feelings? <laughs> you know what? I wouldn't be opposed to that. Okay. Because this, this is part of it. This is part yes. of This is oh. the post-trauma now. Okay. Well, so, and, it, and because there's a lot of that, I think there's a, just a lot of that, like, frustration of we sit back and we hear, you don't want this, but you want this. Well, you know what? Like... Well, we were we can't do all of that, and my husband is out there working his tush off mm -hmm. day in and day out, and he's giving everything he's got to the city. I mean, your husband is absolutely at the top of that list. Like, he's the guy who never calls in, never takes time that he doesn't need. Never, you know, he's the first one in. He's probably the last one to ever head out. Like, right, you know, and yet, <laughs> you. You still are hearing, well, the police are blah, 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 and da, da, da. No, he's given, he's giving all of his everything. Well, and he rides around with blankets in his trunk to give to whoever he right. comes across, and the girls fill up his car with snacks and whatever to give, like. Right. But, but it's those things that you don't see. Oh, but you were talking about a second ago, that post-traumatic, and yeah. they cut me off earlier before we hit record. 
Because, I yes, I think another episode would be crucial because I think so often it's when that dust settles that we finally, I'll speak for myself, but I know it's true for lots of people because science tells me it's true for lots of people. <laughs> I've read it somewhere. Um, <laughs> in a few places. But when the dust settles, then all those emotions rush in yes. because I've put up that wall and I have gotten into that autopilot that I didn't right. know existed before. And now that I've been able to turn that off for a little bit, the floodwaters come now back. the floodwaters come back and I feel this anxiety and I feel this um, just misplaced anxiety, right? I'm sure it's misplaced because all of a sudden you're like, Whoa. you feel this anger, you have this insomnia, mm -hmm. you have this anxiety. I don't have patience. And it's like. But if you look back at the day and I'm telling my girlfriends, like, I don't have any reason to feel this way. Well, yep. but but I do. Mm -hmm. It just didn't happen today. Yeah. It's because I pent all this up so I could get through this season and get my loved ones through this season. And now that we're through it and we're, I mean, ish, right? right. But mm -hmm. we've come out on the other side and I can let my guard down. Now, now is when that now, hoping has to start, and now is when that healing well, has well, to start. Well, and how do you let your guard down? Well, you and, don't, right. And, and when you've become, and when you've been in that traumatic state for so long, how do you allow that to be the abnormal? Because now it's been your normal, and you're ready for the next thing. I, I want to just, yes, just kind of sum it up, sort of like, again, I think I've backtracked and told you my childhood I moved all the time there was always something else there's as soon as I got comfortable bam we had to move there was something else always felt like the rug was coming out from underneath me and so I didn't know what was going on I remember I got this wonderful job still love these people and it was a job as a nanny um which was birth control at the time I gotta tell you that but <laughs> right right but that's I funny that it had that effect on you because as a nanny, I'm like, give me all the babies. I need yeah, more no, no, babies. No, 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 no. I realized I needed money. So, <laughs> so I remember about two months into it, they gave me, maybe three months into it, they gave me the most beautiful gift. It was a beautiful gold bracelet and it was so nice and it was little angels and those little cherubs because you're our angel. Aww. And I cried and I said, I just keep waiting on the other shooter drop. I keep waiting on the negative side of this. Where's the bad part? Where am I going to find out your horrible people? Where am I going to find out this job really yes. isn't mine and you got got somebody else for it? When, when I find out that, no, you're not going to pay me what you said you're going to pay me. Whatever it was, because I lived in trauma my whole life. I lived in, yeah. when I get comfortable, boom, something else is going to happen. And that's what I'm watching everybody else go through. And I got to tell you, it's not easy. Even though I am fully aware of that right now, I still live in that space of, oh, can't get that comfortable now. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. I'm right there at it. You know, like that commercial with the guy with the fishing line. Oh, got to be quicker so now. close. Oh, oh. <laughs> and he keeps pulling the, the dollar away. Yeah. Like, oh, almost had it. <laughs> That's what happiness and peace begins to feel like after these major traumatic stress but situations and that's where the disorder comes in because you forget how to let go you gotta it, let go it doesn't even take a lifetime of that though because i know this, this i situation. don't have a lifetime of that i had a very secure life you know but i can tell a definite difference and amy if you listen you know how much i call you or i text you and I say hey i'm sorry amy we have to meet i'm abby hi <laughs> Amy lives in Huntsville where I there's know. some great breweries. There's great breweries. I'll be down, Amy, to see you soon. Um, But 
I will very often text her and be like, hey, I'm spiraling. And, mm-hmm. and it's about this, it's about the stupidest stuff though. And it's usually ironically about the family that I'm nannying for like, Oh, you know, I sent the kid home and they were cranky today. They're going to fire me or like, just, it doesn't even take that much no, because you got used to living in that constant state. And now of alarm. It, it just, it literally takes the tiniest tiniest thing and I'm like oh shoot they're gonna and it's always on a Friday right like or you know when you're not gonna see somebody for the next couple days to like oh I need to see them the next day so I can see mom and I can know that everything's gonna be okay and I'm not gonna lose my job and I'm not gonna be Abby oh my gosh you better have a job for me at the fire department tomorrow because I'm gonna need it and like I feel like I'm spiraling and like this is at least once a week, it's if not more. Normal. It's become so, a pattern. It's become normal. Here's so, what, yeah. the, here's what I think is interesting, though. Is like, and I maybe I'm the maybe I'm the weirdo, but like, wow. <laughs> clearly, we established this already. We'll talk about that in another episode. But normal ish, ish. Abby, normal, y'all. Abby, normal. I'm just throwing it out there. there. It's a whole thing, okay? Um, but I feel like. And I don't know, maybe it's from, my childhood was, like, way stable. Like, mm-hmm. my parents were together until my dad passed. But like, mine, was, mine was, too. Yeah, no, I mean, my my parents were stable. I, they, I was fully supported in anything That's I great. ever wanted to do. Like, yeah, yeah no, it was great. Um, I was the one that had to, like, hey, I'm going to go do this. What do y'all think? And they were, like, okay, we're with you, you know. like were the destabilizing. You okay? <laughs> you know, we're with you, but... Um, and I guess I, I think I accredit a lot of where I am and the things that have, have shaped me to my public service life. Mm -hmm. But I think maybe a lot of that, like, I look at things as in with, okay, cool. Like if I wake up tomorrow and this isn't in my life, here's how I move on from that. And I roll and I keep going. But not everybody's wired like that. No, no. And I think, but I, again, I think a lot of that is because of what I have done Mm -hmm. in my adult life. Because I know that things are unsteady and things change at a moment's notice. And, and in my job, just because I do this today, I may not do this for another six months, Mm -hmm. you know, and everything is. I mean, the other day we went on a run for a lady who was short of air. We got there. She wasn't short of air. She was everything but short of air. Uh, But by the time we got her in the truck and the wheels started rolling, she went into cardiac arrest on us for 40 other reasons besides being short of air. And it was like, ha! You know, like TV timeout. And so we're doing all these other things. So I think... For the bulk of my adulthood, I have completely prepared myself for, okay, this didn't work out. Cool. I can move on. Well, okay, this didn't work out. Cool. Let's move on to that. Which is wonderful. Oh, to be well, able to let it go. Is it though? Like, well, I mean, it's it probably desensitizing, has its... which makes it harder for you to deal with your emotions when they are real right. than they are Right. Eyes, so I probably but... have my own set of issues that's completely oh, opposite. Oh, of... sweetie. Well, <laughs> we all do, right? Whereas, Cheers. I, I straddle that line. Should we, do up, our, like... should we do our glass clink a little closer to the go. mic? 
my brain can rationally I say, didn't even sound good. I can sit there when I'm in the middle of one of the, first of all, I recognize that that's mm-hmm. exactly what I'm doing. And I hate it because it's not me. Like, typically, I'm like your glass half full. No, your glass is totally full. We're going to find some silver linings. Like, yeah, I'm she your... doesn't even let me pout. Y'all. Well, I <laughs> y'all. Do you I'll get that, y'all? Pout. But then again, but this is the caretaker that. mentality that well, we tend to have as she's spouses. a two. That's that. But I so I can recognize these things are happening. It drives me insane because that's not the way that I am. But in my brain, I'm also going, Jen, you're being crazy. Like that is not the way it is. You have always <laughs> and even when one door closes, you have been able to recognize that the next door is opening and felt like and you're being pushed through it. I have absolutely zero basis to feel that <laughs> insecurity, which I think then makes me feel even more right. floundering in that moment then. Like, my brain is telling me it's going to be fine, but my feelings are not. And how do you find that balance? So, yes, all that to say, Elizabeth, please do another. Like, okay. now that now all that right. the dust has settled, we'll do a couple. you might be yeah. feeling... All the things that you shoved aside. And what yeah. was the, the one video that was um, summed up a lot of it was with um, with the the woman who runs the CIT, and and she said it's okay to not be okay. Yeah, and that's what everybody sure. else had been saying, but just that phrase said that way summed it up for me a lot. And I think it's coming okay from that person, okay, right? Yeah. So for anybody not listening, CIT is your crisis intervention. Right. So, I mean, just hearing, hearing it, it's like when you hear an answer from dad and then you go ask mom, right? Like right. sometimes you need to hear it from the right voice, which is infuriating if you were the first voice, but like <laughs> my daughter, my 22 year old daughter summed that up for me the other day. Mom, if it was anyone else telling me I'd be okay, yes. but it's you, it's my mom. And I, and my first response was, well, that's because you're immature. <laughs> right. And it's true, but it's so am I But we have to hear that validation sometimes from, from just the right person. And exactly. you don't always know who that right person is going to be in that moment. No, you don't. Except it, for me, it's always Abby. Abby's <laughs> always the right person. I should just take everything. But there right? is a difference in sympathy and empathy that is true yeah. and sympathy for those of you might not know is when you feel bad for somebody but you've not walked in their shoes sure empathy is when you feel bad with somebody because you're not you have either walked in their shoes or you're walking right alongside them sure. in the same situation and what we all needed at that point was not sympathy what although it would have helped some <laughs> because <laughs> we weren't we needed, getting a whole lot of that we needed that empathetic um, sounding board back to us. Yeah, sure. Going, Look, I know I've done this. Look, I survived that. Well, look, and how many? I this mean, this is how I do it. Or this is where I screwed up. Oh my God! Look how I screwed right. up. Right. So even if you screwed up, yeah, it's it, and you can you make can it out. come back on the other yeah. side of it. Yes, I don't even want to say it's going to be okay because no. it might not be okay. But there's going to be another side. It may not be okay right now. Right. But it will be. It will be okay in the end. We've because we've talked about that. Right. Sure. Like. It may not be okay now, but it will be okay in the end. If it's not okay now, that just means it's not the it's end. It's not done. Right. But, I mean, like, how, how, God, how many nights throughout the summer did we come to your house or you come to our house or did we meet up at 
like the little pool in my mom's backyard. Oh my gosh, yeah. So that the kids could just have some sense of fun. Norm- normalcy. And right. fun. And you and I could just... And I don't even know that we talked half those nights, you know? But Not like, about anything real. No, but just the fact that we could sit together. And not have to not have to talk or explain what was right. going on. Or we knew what was in each other's heads. Right, you but we didn't what... have to be on the news. We didn't have to be watching right. our phones. We just... And, and in fact, it gave you an excuse to, to not, to not to. be because there's, yeah. you're with somebody yeah. else. I saw this thing online. I was I was being really quiet because I was actually looking something up. <laughs> she was <laughs> ignoring I, us. I was fine. In, not ignoring them at all, really. So <laughs> I was I posted this thing. It was kind of in the middle of it, but it's of everything that was going on, and I put it on the, the spouse's page. But it sums up exactly why I did what I did, and why we will all do this in some form or another for someone else. Sure. And somebody had written inside um, in chalk on a sidewalk. It says, one day you will tell your story of how you've overcome what you're going through now. And it will become part of someone else's survival guide. 100%. I mean, so again, I didn't go through all that crap, all that hell. I didn't come through this adversity and that adversity, which pales in comparison to the other people's stuff as well. To not help the next person up. You know, you right. kind of see the, the the picture of somebody who's climbed up and then they reach down to help the other person up. Yeah. That's what we're supposed to do for each other. So yeah. that's why I don't think it's, I mean, I, I'm glad it's really helped, but that's why I'm like, eh. Well, eh, but I also. Because that's what I'm supposed to do. I also think sometimes that we don't necessarily see all the fruits of our labor, right? Like you wouldn't necessarily know. Except we just told you, right? Yeah. Like you yeah, could no, see, I didn't know. you I could look, sure. you could, <laughs> you could look at like, hey, there's a hundred. brought you here and made you know a hundred people yeah. tuning into the Facebook Live. Okay, so you can know. Hey, I touched. It was on her table. I'm playing with this piece of tape. It was on her table, um, and it just distracted Abby. But you know, if you were curious, how many people you had reached. You Mm -hmm. could look to see there were 80 people tuned in this night. There Mm -hmm. were 50 people tuned in this night. There were 100 people tuned in this Mm -hmm. night. Okay. So I reached 100 people. Right. But what you have no idea is how many people then did I talk to that something I said helped them in some way. Right. Because it came from you. Or why my kids had a really good bedtime that night right? because I felt filled up for that moment. Mm-hmm. And then why they had a good day and they could pass that on to some, you know, to their daddy in the morning before he let, like right. it trickles on and we don't always see all the seeds that are planted, right? Like we don't see the flowers mm-hmm. that grow out of those seeds. And I can with certainty say that the seeds that you all planted had far greater effect That's than you can ever imagine. And that will ever even yeah. know. But now what can we do then? You know, how are we then going to impact the next? Because next time we go through something, I might still feel anxious and I might still spiral. But you know what? I've got this to fall back on. And like you said, You'll know I you can, can lead the through. next person through yes. this. In mm-hmm. some small way. But well, I also the... think that that, like, that was part of the whole 
idea behind this podcast, right? Oh, 100%. Was how do we talk to people who have been through something mm-hmm. that got them to a place that got them on the other side of something that they probably have no idea right. how it shifted. Like, the, so right, the title of our podcast is Shifting Our Story. Hey, right? we hadn't thrown that into our episode yeah, yet. I got it before <laughs> you did. Good job. Nice I usually beat her to yes. it. <laughs> it's only taken me, what, 15 episodes to beat you to that? No, you did it a couple episodes ago, too, and you made sure to point it out. Oh, fair time. enough. Well, you know, whatever. Oh, there you go. But, so, you know, the whole point of this was how does... How are our stories shifted in a way that that change us and that make us better and that get us to where we're supposed to be, right? Um, And we've got a little religious on podcasts before, but I definitely think that God moves you to where you want to be, right? Like, Mm -hmm. or maybe where He wants you to be. (laughs) Where He wants you to be. Sorry, where He has called you and where He knew you were supposed to be, and maybe you fought that a little bit. Um, Marcy, I might be talking to you. There's hey, your, Marcy! Right? There's your shout-out for the episode. Um, Jeannie, we're still waiting for that birthday cake. <laughs> but So we've talked about this with, like, you know, people who've gotten into other things or tried this first and then realized, like, okay, that's clearly not what I should have done, right? Mm-hmm. But it's, as an outsider, it's so easy to listen to your story and listen to all the things that, you could make a flow chart as to oh how my you gosh, were set yeah. up for that. Right. This is true. You, I mean, you were absolutely placed where you were. That's great. In the right place at the right time. Mm-hmm. And you didn't ignore it. With the right resources. You followed it. And you you did it. And you followed the call in your heart. And I don't... <laughs> <laughs> Cue the Kleenex boxes. Well, no, I mean seriously, it's but, very touching because you want that to make did, a difference in the world, right? And like, I think at the end of the day, I, I mean, I think I would hope maybe, maybe it's just me, but like, I think at the end of the day, most of us just want to know that we did good, something good, right? Before right. we're done, we, we added something good to the universe, right? Instead of sucking <laughs> life out. Before, <laughs> like, you put the last date on my box, yeah. I'd like to know that I contributed something to society. Something worthwhile. Yeah, and yeah. I think that it's so easy to see, looking back and listening to your stories. Oh my gosh, you were so set up to be yeah, right there. True. And I, for one, completely appreciate the fact that you were able to go, this is it, this is what I have to do. And I have to do it, and we have to make this happen. Because like Jen said, the trickle-down effect from what you did is unimaginable. That's awesome. I mean, there's all... I wanted to just make a difference. Oh, I wanted to... There's no way to... Help other people. Count that. So they could help other people. Yeah, well, and like she said, I mean, even if it was just that I was in a better place to be able to put my kids to bed that night. Mm-hmm. Well, or sometimes it's about just making it through that moment. To welcome my officer okay. home at the end of the night. Yeah. Have you know, a peaceful place, safe or, place to come home. Or to, to be able yeah. to, when my friend called me and said, I'm just not okay right now. For me to say to her on the phone, I'm not either. She's holding my arm, y'all, like and, it was me. <laughs> I was never, I was never done. We were right. It was always me. But you know, like, I, mean, I mean, how many times really did yeah. we reach out to each other and just say, dude, I'm not okay tonight. But but we had to be able to say, like, the fact that right. you could say that. 
Right. And well, we wanted to give you permission to say that. And I think that's what a lot of us needed was just that, hey, look, this is okay and it's normal. Mm-hmm. And you know what? If if you don't have a gen in your life, Aww. Aww, I know. So or if you don't <laughs> have an Elizabeth or you don't have family close who gets it, right? Like, I'm super blessed. I have a mom who... <laughs> For as much as she doesn't understand what we do, like, mm-hmm. she gets that it's this and that she doesn't get it. So it's, she's, like, right. here for whatever she can do, right? She shows up. Yeah, And she's legitimately, like, right yes. here, Yes, and she wants awesome. to be involved and she wants to know and, like, it's, she does everything, right? That's great. But I get that there are people who don't have that right here and that, and some who have a person who's there, but they're not there, Right? right? And I think that what you did gave us all permission to reach out to somebody at least and go, dude, it's just that day. Yeah. Like, it's just that day and I just need you to tell me that I can get through the next 10 minutes. Sure. I, I can't even think about tomorrow. The hope was always that we weren't having that day on the same At the same day. time. Oh my goodness, yes. But isn't that neat? I mean, you think about that. But in it your, really your did kind of happen. About that in your friendships, it we do, when we see that someone else is in a, a worse state, we, we do get, kind we of pull it up a little we get bit. Our, we get our act together mm-hmm. at least for a little bit. Yeah. So they're together and then we can fall apart later. Yes. Yep. And, it, and it balances out. Well, you've out brought them up enough that they can like do the same for you and it's just that teeter-totter back and forth. But like... It keeps that equilibrium to some extent. Right. Like you can balance each other out. Yeah, like teeter totter is great because it creates a balance. Nobody's perfect. Nobody's got their act together a hundred percent of the time. Yeah, let's you don't stay up all the time, but you also don't stay down the whole time either. No, no. and you like, have to know that when you're down in the well and you feel buried by everything that's going on, and we felt buried. I've all of us felt buried. We were under a ton. We were scared to even say hello to our neighbors, and a lot of us, our neighbors, didn't even say hello to us. Yes. Um, well, how many people, people were taking all of their police anything? I had somebody off of their everything two days in a row, coming home the same way, same place in the road. Some idiot tried to run me off the road because I had some pro police something on my car. I drove around the for problem two. Was they didn't realize who they were dealing with. <laughs> right. Bring it. She I called me and said, dramatic. Yeah. I drove around without license plates on my car for two months, and I just had them underneath the floorboard so I could pull them out in case I got yeah. pulled over. And I drive up to Indiana every week, and I was like, can I cross the state yeah, line? Yeah, she called me. She's like, you think I can cross the state line? Like, what's going to happen? I was like, well, they're not going to be able to charge you for that crossing the toll bridge. Well, no, that'll be. My That'll be what gets you in trouble. It wasn't because I have an easy pass in my windshield. <laughs> but just that mentality of Sorry. when your when your husband when your yeah. when your police officer tells you it's safer for you to drive with no license plates, yeah, than to drive around with police identifying license plates on your car. Yeah, I will never forget that first day we were in the church parking lot. He called me up. It was when it first started. I think it was probably day one or day two. And he said, where are you? And I said, we're getting ready to leave church. He said, take your license plates off your car before you leave. And go, you go right home and you park in the garage and you lock the door. And I'm like, and he's not in, yeah, he's and, not an overreactor. And I need you to tell me a little more. He's not mm-hmm. one of those like insight mm-hmm. fear or spray. He is the most mm-hmm. solid headed, logical thinking people so if that's coming from you. Love you, hubby. Oh my gosh. 
Yeah, you want me to what? So put that into my spirally emotional brain. And we were all there. <laughs> and yeah, we were all there. Everybody was thrown there at the into it at that space. same time. And, yeah. and so where was our stabilizing force? Because we were all falling apart. Well, it was you. Thank you. Oh, thanks. <laughs> thanks. And by, by helping someone else, it helped stabilize me. Oh, I'm sure. Because as I was starting to get a little distressed. It gave you that ground to be able to go, pull yourself back to. Wait a minute. Too. Wait a minute. Yeah. I know what to do, but they don't. Let me share it with them. And yeah. then it helped me. You help others, you help yourself. Right. Being that caretaker has a lot of value to it in that moment for oh, taking care of yourself too. But you also have to acknowledge, as you said, there is the post situation. For sure. the anxiety that comes later. So, yeah, we'll do well, something. Well, and I that. do think that, that like I said, I think that's where we're, a lot of us are now is. We're the dust has settled. Kind of-ish. We're kind of getting back into normal flow. The guys are mostly back into normal patrol. We're back into just worrying about covid well, you know, ex- and so except you're back at the, you're right. Their hours are back to normal. Right. right? But those fears aren't because. Right. But, but so it's now so we're in that middle ground. Into, yes. Right. So now we're in a middle ground. Of it like, looks normal and it, it feels like it should be normal, but it kind doesn't. Of back, it's not. Right. And so I think that it, and that breeds that it's really easy, from a first responder perspective. Right. Not a wife perspective at this point. I'm going first responder mode. It's really easy for us to fall back into. We're back to normal. Things are cool. I'm good. Right. Like I'm denial, denial, denial. Right. Deny, deny, deny. I got this. Right. Yep. I'm going in on another run. Right. I'm going to do my thing. Well, you're, it's you gonna go be back good. just onto your autopilot of doing right. your job. I'm going to not... do my job. I'm going to get it done. I'm going to do the thing. We're going to be cool. I'm going to go in. We're going to handle business. We're going to clear the run. And then you put on your wife hat and you think, oh, crap. Hey, this right. is not maybe so normal anymore. Yeah. Right. And I think that that's where, you know, like we kind of are toeing that line of like, yes, we're getting back towards normal but we also have to understand that like normal's probably shifted well that and what is normal really <laughs> but like no matter what there's going to be situations and events that arise and i can't depend on it going away necessarily but like what what we have to do is figure out how to keep going in the midst of it right. It's how do you get through the moment and then how do you process the emotions afterwards? Yes. How do you how do you get through it and not just survive it? How do you get through it and thrive? Right. Because mm-hmm. we're not made to just survive. We should thrive in our right. lives. And grow and develop others. Yeah. So we just hear <laughs> She Elizabeth has like I'm a glowing yellow over her head right yeah, now. Yeah, that's it. I need a sound. No machine. horns to hold it up at all. <laughs> if you're listening to this. And I need a sound machine. Not like the put you to sleep sound machine. No, no, like sound a sound effects. effect machine. Yeah, like, I don't know how to, I mean, I'm sure I could, I don't know. We not that I find an smart. app on my phone. <gasps> yes. Okay. Applause right. and laughter and yeah. da, da, da. That'll be funny. And then you can come <laughs> back and hang out with us again. Oh, we'll just great. have a whole episode of sound effects. <laughs> Oh my gosh, it's going to happen. Well, Elizabeth, thank you so much for coming and talking to us again. And it's recorded this time. Right. I know. But 
Thank you in advance for doing the next episode. Right. Oh, okay. <laughs> wink, wink, nudge, nudge. <laughs> On the wives page of just that that post mm-hmm. everything. Mm-hmm. How and from the doing? shifting our stories to you, if there's anything we can do to help out, let us know because definitely. 100%. Again, like I, we know how much it brought to us and how valuable it was. So if there's anything we can do. To help with it. Absolutely. More than willing. We would love to do that. I'll get the wheels turning. Um, God only knows what's going to come out, though. i got to tell you. I'm that. really excited to find out because weird <laughs> stuff come out of my wheels all the time. I know, right? Like, <laughs> be scared. Be very, very afraid. Hey, look, if it's not big, we don't do it. Go there big or go, go home, Go baby. big or go home. Right? That's right. Um, but yeah, again, I know Jen said it, but thank you so much because it was so valuable in the moment. Um and it was wonderful to sit and chat with you about all of it and to kind of find out where all of that came from. Well, thank you for asking. And where it thank came you. out. Because, um, again, I I love a full circle. So I, it, I, I always get tingled when we talk to somebody and we find out, like, where things started and how they came around and, like... And she's making big circles with her hands. I know, right you now. all can't see it, but <laughs> I want to... If just for the hoping... Let me say, I hope that you don't have any more huge life-changing events. I am so over this. I know, right? So done. I'm full. I've leveled up as far as I want to level up. Right, you are on level in. I gotta tell you, I'm I'm not convinced that you're completely, like, that the universe has that. But hopefully, (laughs) hopefully you're, like... I think you can walk the rest of us through just a little bit more, though. Not because you need to go through more. Okay, good. Let's clarify that. <laughs> but because you've been through all of it and you can mm-hmm. get us through the post. Absolutely. That's cool. I, I feel I like you've been through the best. post and you can see us through the post. And I think that's really where the healing and the growing comes from. Because um, like we talked about, in the midst of it, right, mm-hmm. it's survive. It's the fight or flight it's the, I got to get it done. I got to, I just have to make it to tomorrow. Okay. I just have to make it to next week. Mm-hmm. I have to survive. And then in the post everything, we have to get back to the thriving because we're not meant to just survive. We mm-hmm. are meant to grow and we're meant to do bigger things. Well, and we know Clearly, that, so let's get busy on it. Yeah. Right. Let's do it. Let's do it. So how do we get back to thriving and growing in our communities and doing those things that those shift great questions. The rest of our stories. Those are great questions. That well, I hope you will answer on your next I, I Facebook will, Live. I will get someone else to answer those questions. <laughs> <laughs> and if not, you can come it's back awesome. in a couple months and be back on our show. And we'll talk more about how we've gotten to there. Sweet. We can All do right. this. Well, I think that's... Any last parting words of wisdom for our listeners? Um, no, I think I need another drink, though. <laughs> well, that's that sounds what, a little better. Sounds better. That's, that's we one way it to get through and survive the next day. <laughs> not the most productive, but hey, it's, why not? You know what? So to all our friends, it's cranberry juice, y'all. Right, mm-hmm. water, cranberry juice, your beverage of choice at home. Um, but reach out to your friends and your people. Get yourself a community. And be open. I like it. And it's okay to not be okay. And it's okay. It to is not totally be okay. okay to not be okay. Those are Abby's afterthoughts. Just uh, 
Don't try to stay there forever. Right. It's okay to be in the like, hole. Find yourself a friend, though, that will get you out of the hole. Or claw your way out when you yes. find them. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Hang in the hole for a minute. Don't live in the hole. Okay. <laughs> all right. We need all right, to go. Guys. I know, right? She keeps talking right. about holes. I know. All right. All right. <laughs> we'll see you all next time. Yep. Thank you, Elizabeth, again. Thank you. And we'll have you back soon. All right. It's a deal. Done. <laughs>